It's Friday, June 12th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss our recovered baby Robin Robbie, Aww. the latest celebrity video, hashtag I take responsibility, the daily dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments and more, and we kick it off with David Taggart. All right, let's do it. Thank you. And mama... Can you hear me crying? They came howling like wolves. I'm a mouse, they're the lion. No, they won't let me leave. Got me down to my knees. And I just count all the stars as they rip me and I can't hide And I can't scream This is how it's meant to be Hear the coyote cry as I slip into dreams Hear the coyote cry As I sleep And mama did you hear me crying? Believed what I was told What they told they were lying It's getting harder to see Why this happened to me And I'm so torn apart Bring me back to the start But I won't die And I'll still sing And I'll reach a higher being Hear the coyote cry Slip into dreams Hear the coyote cry As I sleep Hear the coyote cry As I slip into dreams Hear the coyote cry as I sleep, 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 sleep. 
Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... Ah, <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Toller. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's a, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. show everybody welcome to the julian dion show coming at you live on a friday morning friday june 12th broadcasting from lemon press studios in the beautiful gatineau hills hi 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 wakefield that's right west quebec two three hey gen z hey 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 good morning oh good morning good morning to pm good morning pm Loyal PM, always there, always the first one, live with us on Facebook, Monday to Fridays at 7 a.m., of course, and available on demand as of 10 a.m. Eastern on Sweet Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. All right. Doug is here as well. Douglas, this episode brought to you by Douglas. Gringo's Blazing Sauces. We'll, we'll do a live read in a bit. 
But of course, this episode is, of course, brought to you by GringosBlazingSauces.com. But of course. But of course. Grey Poupon. But of course. Isn't that a, a thing? I don't know. Is that Grey Poupon? Poupon. But of course. For a fancy brand, it's weird it's called Poupon. It sounds like poop on. Grey Poupon my chest. Put some of this poop on your food. Poop on my chest? Is that what you just <laughs> yeah. said? So weird. Well, Germany's watching, so, uh, no? That's a thing in German porn? It is? I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm so square. Good morning, Germany, if you're with us, or good afternoon. 1 p.m. in Germany. 111. Oh, 111, make a wish. <laughs> We're very popular in Germany. Actually, We're we just get taking off in Germany. It's looking the, uh, oh, way to knock it down a notch. What? So we're popular. We're just taking off in Germany. We're just no, not no, no. We're blowing up. Oh, That's blowing. What Speaking of taking off, yes. The baby bird. All right, you're cueing me here. No, no, I don't know. No, I love it. Why not? Yeah, I'm not really cueing. I just it was right there, so I thought. I know, our son Robbie. <laughs> Robbie the Robin son. Oh, our son. <laughs> Robbie the Robinson. <laughs> Robbie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Ugh, whatever. Shut He's up. gone. He's no longer with us. He flew away finally yesterday. The fledgling. If you did listen to the show yesterday, the fledgling baby Robin that was in our grass that I almost stomped on purpose because I thought his wing was broken from based on the advice of my old school father but uh, anyway he's now gone with his parents in the sky and didn't you read something that the parents don't stay with him though yeah he's gonna be alone maybe uh i was really trying to bond with him hopefully to to have to have (laughs) a thing and it didn't work i even went into our um we had some soil delivered to the house a couple of weeks ago, and, and I even went into that to find a worm. I found one right away. I have a picture of you just staring at him lovingly in the tree. <laughs> so yeah, he was he was still in the grass all day, all afternoon. He would move about 10, 12 feet uh, a time, like every hour or so he would be, I would go check on him and he'd be like within the vicinity, but about 10 feet away. He was all grouchy. Every time I'd go, he'd snap his little beak at me. <laughs> and uh, just these big eyes and he's he, he, I could yeah, he had a lot of a lot of energy. He just couldn't fly, but um and and then he w- it seemed stuck in like some tall grass and branches and stuff. So I moved him. And uh, then he started beeping. Beep 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 beep. And his parents were right there right away. They started freaking out. I'm like, "Okay, let's leave him alone." So he would basically stay in a spot and then poop there and then move a bit. And <laughs> and so then I'm like, you know, I read on the internet that what happens is they fall out of the nest when they're about 13 days old. And they just fall on the ground. And some can fly right away, not like, like quite clumsily. And some will just have fledge, fl- be fledging, fledgling. Mm-hmm. In the grass for a few days, up to ten days or something like that, and so I'm like, oh my god, I have to make sure. And but the parents, the mother will will feed it for a couple days, and then she goes off to lay some more eggs. 
They're nonstop just little moving on. nonstop factory. Like they're just pumping them out. What are they? Catholics? <laughs> and uh, so I say that because my grandmother was uh, Catholic. She was pregnant 21 times in her life. You just did not say no to your husband back then. And I guess you don't say no to your Robin husband. And so the mother will leave the leave the nest or leave the after a couple of days we'll just leave the baby stop feeding it. The father will f- keep feeding it for maybe a day or two after that and then they just both leave it. Yeah. Its own devices. I wonder if they're uh like long partners. Like you know how penguins are like that? They're so monogamous. Look it, look it up. Do you want me to look it, it up now? Well, you can sure if you want to. No pressure. You don't have to. It doesn't matter. Oh my god. And so so then I'm like, oh, they're going to abandon him. And so I felt the responsibility to to feed it. You were already planning. You're like, okay, well, if the... He, you asked me yesterday if the bird stays, the baby bird, if Robbie stays on the ground and his parents leave, what are we going to feed it? I'm like, well, let's cross that bridge. Started looking at it, and they eat up to 14 feet of worms in a week or something like that. So I'm what? like, okay, I'm going to find worms. And I did right away. I went to the... To the um, in the soil soil pile, the leftover soil, and just put my hands through it and got a worm. And so I was uh, going to feed it because Lindsay Ferguson, who played, uh, who was our pre-show song yesterday, Siren, which I stupidly called it Sirens. So I think it's because I was wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. No, I was thinking well, about that. You just put a... Oh, whatever. Yeah. But still, it's not, it's not the name of the song. Um... Hello. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it's not. It, I know what you I mean. Know, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Not, not important. Up. Don't Shut have to up. highlight Shut every little thing. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, she commented yesterday that they had found the same thing—a baby robin. I was just joking. I'm really tired today. I'm feisty. It's Grouchy. not. It's not. It's not you. It's uh, you, you. know, you're the best. You don't do anything wrong, eh? It's it's never you. So don't worry about it. Um. Is it because the baby bird left that you're grouchy? Yes, I feel empty. Empty nest syndrome. <laughs> so Lindsay was saying that they rescued a bird and they named it and, and everything. It, it was way younger where they put it back in the nest and they fed it because the parents abandoned it. They fed it and then they taught it to fly on their finger and it would go from a finger to a branch back to their finger. They'd feed it. And she said, I swear to God, a year later it came back to visit. So I had this in my mind. I'm like, I'm Robbie's going to come back. I have to bond with him before he leaves us. So that's why I went to get the worm. And so I find the worm, go back to feed him. <gasps> He's gone. He wasn't there. So I looked everywhere, looking for him in the tall grass. Couldn't find him. And then I could hear the parents in a tree, like further in the further down the property like uh, totally on the other end they're really loud so i'm like maybe he's he's there so i walk through it's kind of like thicker woods i walk through and i stepped close to it ish and it took off i see him i'm like robbie come back he flew off he flew and then felt dropped just dropped right out of the sky because they're really clumsy and they don't have the energy and the, and the strength to really fly be good flyers so he flies about 50 yards, and I just see him fall out of the sky, like, boom, boom. And I'm like, oh, that's for sure him. So then I see where he is. I walk closer to him as I get closer. Takes off again, flies in a tree, boom, falls out of that tree right away. You just see these, like, wings. Ever. 
So I'm like, no, don't, don't. I'm uh, trying to explain to him that I want to feed him. Explain to him. So I'm like, I'm making noise and everything, <laughs> chasing him in the yard. Then I get to his other tree or where he fell to the base of that tree and he flies off on another branch. Then he was perched on this branch and that's where he took the picture. I was just staring at him. I sent it to you if you want to show everybody. Oh, did you? Let me see. I want to make sure how I, I want to make sure I look good. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just No, I don't see it. In how your messenger. You? Oh, yeah. messenger. So I found him on this little... On the tree branch. <laughs> All right. And this is yesterday. If you are live on Facebook, I apologize. If you're listening on Apple or any other audio sources, where is he, though? I see me in yeah, the picture. Yeah, he's there. Okay, so. They camouf- camouflage oh, yeah, so it's, well. It's kind of grainy, but he's. That was it. I'm circling it with my mouth. My mouth. My mouse. <laughs> So he was just like uh, perched in the branch, and I thought he'd be there a really long time because little poor little guy was exhausted <laughs> um, from flying from tree to tree. He'd never flown. Bef- oh, there he is up there. Well, I, I wasn't even circling him there. I, I was Do looking you see at the him wrong now? thing. Yes. Okay. There he is. There's little Robbie <laughs> in the tree, <laughs> and there's me, proud father, stepfather. <laughs> Adoptive father. You got obsessed. Anyway, wow. so... Uh, oh, yeah, there he is. Okay. You, you can really got see obsessed now. with that bird. And so, and in my hand there, I have a worm. You can't see, but my hand <laughs> is open and there's a little worm. And I'm actually going like... Because I, I want him to eat my worm. Oh. That's, <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, that's what he said. <laughs> And so, uh, oh my God. he wasn't. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna leave him. I thought he'd be he'd be on there all night. <laughs> and then I'm inside, and Jen comes in all like frantic. She's like, he's gone. He flew away. His parents came to get him. And can you explain that part? Yeah, I was I was worried you'd take it bad. We were all sitting outside and take it bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you were really keeping track of where he was overnight, and then in the morning, and all day, and then. I came inside because we were having, we were just sitting outside. That's what he said. Hmm? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, my God. So I come inside. That's what he said. Stop. (laughs) Stop it. That's what she said. Okay. (laughs) That's what they both said. (laughs) That's really annoying. That's what she said. That's what I, yeah, that's right. That's what she said, which is me saying to you that you're really annoying. What is this, 2008? Go ahead. Oh, because that joke was yes. really popular in 2008? <laughs> yeah, I know. So anyway, I just I broke it. I tried to break it to you gently that this baby bird had flown away and really flew. Like, I hadn't seen him fly like that. And I was like, oh, my God. He's really left. And he went with his, his parents. And I'm like, he's over there. And then... And then I'm like, can I let the dog out now? And and then you and then you had to break it to me. You were like, oh, it's over now. Yeah, like, like no the more. Bird is it's gone. gone. It, it was. You could let him out when he was perched in that branch. I thought that, that's fine, as long as he was he wasn't in the grass. That was my concern with the dog. But anyway, so I uh, for the next six hours I stood outside with my index out like this on the balcony, <laughs> going pss, pss, your pss, index. Pss, pss, pss. Well, I'm just describing it because it's an audio show. Uh uh uh. It just sounded funny. Index. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, that's it. He's uh, 
He's no longer with us. He's <laughs> up there in the sky. Not dead, just flying around. So I, was, I was really hoping he'd be... Uh, I could have one bonding moment for him to come back based on Lindsay's story. Oh, by the way, I should mention the pre-show song was another replay uh, that we've played before. Uh, David Taggart from an interview we did in 2007 from Wakefield Sessions. Uh, 2017. I keep saying 2007. <laughs> Word. So... Uh, can I just mention that PM just said nice picture of the of the wild Julian in his natural habitat, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, Julian is gonna sleep on the porch tonight. That's yeah. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Huzzah. PM. PM, good one. Go ahead. No, nope. I just got. I think the greens plus just kicked in. I feel better. I'm sorry if I was snap snippety off the top. Yeah, we woke up late. I just couldn't wake up today. Yeah, I don't know why. You know oh. what's on my mind is mm-hmm. this script that I have to send in today for my the the thing I'm hosting oh in, my God. in August. What? Yeah. I don't even know what material to do. Am I going to write new material for this thing? So I have to send it. Oh my it, god. I have to send an 8-minute script today for for this what thing. What the hell? What do you mean what the hell? The how are you supposed to do that? I don't know. Well, I mean it can change. They just want something like a, to to know roughly what I'm going to talk about so mm. they can Okay, you can't say this. You can say that. It's Maybe not you should write five minutes on the Robin, Robbie. It's not that they. It's not that they they judge if it's funny or not. I have the gig. I'm doing. I'm like I'm doing it. I'm not going to lose the gig. They just want to make sure it's for TV so that they can you know mm-hmm. go through it. But uh, I'm like I thought of that in the middle of the night. But I'm I'm having good sleeps where it's not the anxiety. Usually I would have thought of that and I would have been up. But I just thought about it for a minute and I'm like, oh, all right, right. Anyway, I okay because I'm think I can't even remember one bit that I used to do. I know, and especially that I haven't done on TV yet. And I'm like, I can't just write all new material and send that. <laughs> what the hell am I gonna do? I was really hoping and thinking they were gonna postpone this thing to January, mm-hmm. but it's in August with no audience. In case you haven't heard, just to re- I'm not gonna. Do, I'm, I'm hosting this TV thing for a French comedy festival in quebec city in august and because of the pandemic it was going to be postponed to january and whatever and then found out this week my manager called he's like we need your script it's happening the same date nothing's changed we're just doing it in a small theater with no audience i'm like oh my god and so it'll be my first stand-up set in six months it will be for tv with material i've never tried or tested i just had a brilliant idea go ahead why don't you use some of my material because i'm never gonna do french comedy probably yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> it was a joke. Oh. I didn't think you were actually going to consider I'm it. I'm not considering it. I was thinking how to gently turn it down without being insulting. It's not gently, <laughs> as if I'd ever take it personally. Yeah, because the way you set it up to you, I have I had a brilliant idea. Why don't you use my genius material? And uh, yeah, it is genius material. I'll do the scoop gather splash. Talk about my vagine is underneath, and That'd I can't reach it. But in French, on fait un, un scoop, gather, splash, là. Là. <laughs> on splash ça, plat de savant, puis... Uh... Pas là, là. Huh? I don't know. Yes, I'm kind of stressed about that. Ish, not real. I mean, whatever. You can only do what you can do. So mm-hmm. I told I told my manager, I'm like, I'm going to send it, but it's going to be very rough first draft. And he's like, whatever, just send something. Mm-hmm. Oh, this makes me nervous even now just talking about it. Eric Hebert Daly says performance in absence of an audience is painful. 
I know. Particularly comedy. It's super painful. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. You're right. By the way, uh, I would like to promote their show. Where is it? I think just on Eric's page. I think so. They do an 8 a.m. show every morning. It's I love it. Yeah, and it's it's nice because it's uh, it's just something different. Where it's just a quick check in. It's usually about five. Yeah, minutes ten, twelve long. minutes ish. Yeah. It's a po- it's positivity. It's a breath of fresh air. It is. It's not this cynical show that we do here. <laughs> yeah, it's really they're they're and it's great like the one like the two of them together really. Yeah. I think it's the Scott and Eric so. Daily Report or something like the Morning Report. Anyway, but yeah, perf- uh, uh, like stand up is all about the audience and the feedback, and then we we're gonna do it without an audience, and that's gonna be broadcast coast to coast. I mean, what? I don't know. I'm I'm not necessarily super pumped about the idea, but what am I going to do? Not do it? Mm-hmm. I'd rather do it. I mean, yeah. So you're going to be focused mostly the whole day on that. Yeah. Well, I think I could. I mean, in a couple hours, I can write out an eight-minute set. Because I, I'm, it's not going to be all brand. I can't do all brand new. I mean, I'll do some stuff. There's some stuff I'm going to do crowd work, like fake crowd work. I'm um, like, oh, you guys decided to all wear red today because it's all red velvet seats and that. In that theater, it's at uh, Petit Champlain, Quebec City, which is the oldest theater in, in North America, 400 years old. It's it's a small theater, 200 seats or so. And uh, anyway, stress, my guess. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle released a new special. Did you see that? No. So a 30 minute long. He did it outside, social distancing. It's called Eight Minutes 46 Seconds, which is the amount of time that. Um, they knelt on, on, on that officer knelt on uh, oh, George wow. Floyd's neck. I haven't seen. I just seen the first couple minutes. It's yeah, it looks pretty uh, powerful. Hmm. And it's you said it's on Netflix. Well, it's on YouTube, but it's released by Netflix as a joke. It's on the Netflix as a joke channel, so it's kind of like a. I don't know if it's on Netflix. It's definitely on YouTube. Okay. But it's released by Netflix. It actually, uh, it kind of looks like Fairbairn, the stage here we have in Wakefield. Yeah. Kind of like that setup outside. Oh, cool. Yeah, the, it, it inspired me to maybe do something there. No, that's a great idea. Yeah, they, there's a Fairbairn house here um, that does outdoor concerts on Mondays in the summer. And I was thinking, Go ahead. I was thinking that it would, they could continue doing that as long as people sat far enough away well, from Well, I don't other. think you still can right now. I think... I yeah, thi- probably not. It's still. I think it's still, even outside, gatherings of 10 yeah. or less, I think. I don't know. True, true. I never know. The information is... Uh, unless... Unless we all say we're protesting something, then we can have 100 people. Mm-hmm. Which is 100% true. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's like, uh, anyway, so much information that's... Yeah. I'm just looking something up, sorry. Oh, that's okay. The celebrities have done it again. Oh, for shit's sake, sorry. Um, celebrities have done it again. They released another video. It's like they don't learn. <laughs> They're never going to do anything that people will get behind. Because it's no matter what they do, it will never come across as sincere. They did one now called... Hashtag I take responsibility. And uh, I want to show it here. I should have queued it up before. I apologize for the thing. 
The delay. The here. delay. And who's up. in it? Well, we're gonna show it. We're gonna see. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I recognize mo. Oh shit. No oh no, that's not the one. That's like a par- <laughs> that's a parody of. Uh, oh come on, man. All right, I found Responsibility. it. Responsibility. Oh, okay, it's just obnoxious. Celebrities need to learn that nobody will ever be like, "Oh, good for them. They did something." I don't know. They just why? Why do this? Yeah. It also comes across as so uns- insincere. Let me share the screen, reminding you that we're available on on demand. <laughs> it's <laughs> killing killing time. Here's the latest celebrity. Video. I take. Re- I take responsibility. I take responsibility. The music. I take responsibility. Oh, I take boss. responsibility. It's in black and white. For every unchecked moment, for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not so funny joke. Every unfair stereotype. Every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small. Every time I remained silent. Every time I explained away police brutality. Or turned a blind eye. Have you really been explaining it away? <laughs> like how, how often was that? No, it, like, I don't know. I take responsibility. Black people are being slaughtered in the streets, killed in their own homes. These are our brothers and sisters, our friends, our family. We are done watching them die. We are no longer bystanders. We will not be idle. Enough is enough. I will no longer allow an unchecked moment. I will no longer allow racist, hurtful words, jokes, stereotypes, no matter how big or small, to be uttered in my presence. I will not turn a blind eye. Going for a job should not be a death sentence. Sleeping in your own home should not be a death sentence. Playing video games with your nephew should not be a death sentence. Shopping in a store should not be a death sentence. Business as usual should not be life-threatening. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I will stand against hate. You know what's funny? I barely recognize I will make my presence known. And killer cops must be prosecuted. They are murderers. Bitch. We can turn the tide. Bitch. It is time to take no. responsibility. <laughs> Call out hate. Bitch. Step up. Bitch. And take action. Bitch. Like the message is, is good. I don't even know who half these people are. Well, you don't recognize them. This is that they're heroes because they're not wearing makeup. I don't understand why they do that. Obviously, they're not going to be. It's not going to go over well. The message is, is good. I mean, yes. I agree with what they're saying, but it's the uh, the delivery with the black and white hand on the chest, the piano music in the back. It just doesn't come across as authentic. They could have done the same thing without black and white or music and just talking normally. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. I take responsibility. This is We have to change the world. This is not okay. This is a problem that's been happening in Hollywood, at, the world and Hollywood, and, you know... No, I'm not going to stand for it anymore. But instead, it's this self-important, grandiose, like, I take responsibility. What? what? I don't know. I know. Why I feel ham like, it up so much? I feel like 
I feel like celebrities have a big influence, but when they put it out there like that, it's almost insulting to the public and it's too obviously, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't work because they're, it's like they're, they're acknowledging that they're so important rather than them just being something that people focus on. It's like too overt or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're it's, right. That's yeah. what it is. Cause, cause when I see this, I can't pinpoint what it is that rubs me the wrong way about it. But it does. It's just like, ugh. It's kind of like, uh, I, I mean, I, I understand the thinking because they think, well, I, I do celebrity endorsements for products, so why wouldn't I do it for a positive message? Yeah, I get that. First of all, I don't <laughs> like and a lot of times I don't like endorsements because when I see Jennifer Aniston promoting a vino drugstore cream for her face i'm mm-hmm. like yeah like you're using 12 dollar avino face cream jennifer aniston it's insulting it's insulting to the public like yeah. that they're so much more above us and also it's bullshit it's also deliberate like it's so thought out like okay we could do this message yes okay perfect how about we do it in black and white yes that will add dramatic effect let's play yeah. some sad piano music in the back put your hands on your chest I don't know. It's just too calculated or something. It's too about Yes. Look how uh, look how amazing we are. We're such good people. I don't know. Yeah. Th- there's it's so true. much about it that just fake. It, it, it's feels fake. Grosses me out. And and they didn't learn but from the Imagine video, obviously I, and if you look online, nobody's applauding this. Everybody's like, "Oh, please. Uh defund Hollywood, all this kind of stuff." I don't know. Just PM said, what is sad is that everything they say in the video is true, but they don't speak from personal experience. They need a, they read a script. Yeah, it's all a script. Uh, That's what I mean. How many times has, uh, what's her name? Jessica Chastain uh, actually explained away police brutality. Mm -hmm. How many times in a social situation where someone's talking about police brutality and she was like, actually guys, they're just doing their job. Like that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Shut up. But anyway, someone did a parody video. Chrissy Mayer, comedian out of New York City. I'm going to play it. It was really funny. She she put herself in it. Mm-hmm. She says, I was in the original version. They cut me out. Don't know why. Mm, that's funny. And this is, um, this, is, this is the thing. I take responsibility. Imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> is that not my line? I take responsibility. I take responsibility it's it's like they're re- and they're like oh i'm really gonna show my acting skill i don't know like this does not come across as sincere there the uh, i take, take responsibility i take responsibility I take. she's you can all you can see how proud she is of that read she's like i take responsibility yep that's the one i've, I've uh, that was really good responsibility i take responsibility oh is this one of those videos where we say the same thing over and over again i take responsibility for a dramatic effect for every unchecked moment for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was every not so funny joke a black dude walks into a bar every blatant injustice no matter how big or small every time i remained silent Every time I explained away police brutality. Never happened. I mean, everybody knows statistically that there's actually more. Ooh, okay, no, we're not getting into 
facts. Okay. Or turned a blind eye. I take responsibility. Just to be clear, we, we aren't taking responsibility, right? This is, this video is literally all we're doing, right? I will no longer allow an unchecked moment. I will no longer allow racist, hurtful words, jokes, stereotypes. Whose voice is that? He, He's reading. Whose voice is that? Uh, I don't know. You recognize him, though. We can see him. I don't see any video, are you? Oh, whoops. Shit, my bad. I thought I was showing the video. Whoops. Vips. Here, this guy. I don't know his name, but you've seen him in everything. Right. Words, jokes, stereotypes. I will no longer allow an unchecked moment. Stanley I will Tucci? no longer allow racist, hurtful words, sure. jokes, stereotypes. Could this be for the veterans or the homeless or... No? Okay. I will not turn a blind eye. Going for a jog should not be a death sentence. Sleeping in your own home should not be a death sentence. Is Gal... Is Gal Gadot doing this one? Business as usual should not be life-threatening. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. So we don't have to physically stand up, right? I will stand against hate in love. I don't have to kneel or anything, right? I can just I can just do this instead of going to a protest. My agent said I could just do this instead of going to a protest. I will make my presence known. And killer cops must be prosecuted. They are murderers. We can turn the tide. It is time to take responsibility call out hate step up and take action this was literally the least we could do Ooh, thanks <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's hello yeah it was creative that she did that that's good <sighs> and what who is that that did that uh comedian out of new york chrissy mayer i don't know her i just saw it on twitter and i thought it would be funny Anyway, it's just uh it's the message is is on point. What they're saying is true. It's just the delivery is obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they have to do that. Yeah. Corny. So, so um unauthentic. Yep. Agreed. I'm glad you agree because I was like, if I talk about this, will it come across as cynical, which it might, but whatever. Well, I think the intention is good. The words are good, but it's just Absolutely. Che- the message cheesy. is one hundred percent accurate. I just, why have celebrities? But I bet you there's lots of people watching it going, yeah, yeah. Like some people like it. Yeah. Well, from what I've seen on uh, online, it's it's been met with a lot of uh, disgust. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, why don't they say how they're going to do it? Right. Know what I mean? Like ways that you can make a change in in life. Like this is what I'm prepared to do. Right. Instead of like, yeah, of course, of course you'll take responsibility. It's the least you can, like, you know what I mean? It's a given. Mm -hmm. Do that. But how are you going to do it? Inspire us to also do something to make it different. Uh, It's kind of like when I see people, it's different, but it makes me feel the same way. When I see people complain about things in the world on Facebook with no solution or you know like I'd rather post something that a company or somebody's doing 
that's positive that's solving a problem rather than just complain about how much plastic is in the ocean which does suck but it's like why don't why don't you make the same point showing that somebody's doing something positive about yeah. it rather than just complaining nailed it on the head jenny once again well thank you so much jengrant.com everybody <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I w- cuz I s- we need to do something about I only the saw this oh, yeah. It's just doing it. I'll call back. Yeah. The uh yeah, cuz I just saw this right before going online, so I I didn't I couldn't exactly pinpoint what was irritating about it and why I felt this way. I thought I'll just bring it up and see how you feel. So I'm glad you kind of feel the same way. Yeah, it just feels sickening to like I don't know, it's just like yeah. sickening to watch with all the, it's it's like I don't know what the right word is. Nauseating. It's like, ugh. Ugh. Ugh, Godot. Goo. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines <laughs> from Jim Graham. Like, I would be laughing way more if I could actually see you dance, but because I have to go to my notes here on my phone, plus it's delayed, right? But I always laugh because the dog, like, lifts up his head every time you do your dance. (laughs) (laughs) So if you go, I'm getting better at um, prompting you to go to your messenger so that you can get the video ready while I'm talking. Go ahead. So there's two... There's two things that, um, if you could pull up the second thing that I sent you, but it's not about this story right now. I'm just getting you to get it prepared okay. so that you're ready for the next story. Preparing. Okay. So I don't know if you knew this, Julian, but uh, Monday was World Oceans Day. Did you know that? No. Yeah. There's, I didn't. there's a lot of days, and I think sometimes they uh, we don't necessarily know. Every well, it's hard to bring it up when the whole world is on fire. It's like, guys, it's World Ocean Day. I know, I know, exactly. everybody's outraged. Yeah. But could we have a moment for our our oceans? I know, although that's important too. Of but course. yes, without you're the right. oceans, we are dead. Yes. So Bren Smith, he is a Newfoundland-born owner of Thimble Island Ocean Farm. Go ahead. Off the coast of Connecticut, never think about how there's ocean farms, but that's pretty cool. He is pioneering a regenerative ocean farming. Not A, he is pioneering regenerative ocean farming, which is really cool. It involves growing seaweed and different kinds of shellfish that are not selfish. (laughs) (laughs) Not just to feed people, but to heal the oceans and fight climate change. He said the aim is going beyond sustainability and using our crops to breathe life back into the ecosystems. So this is cool. So for example, kelp soaks up carbon as it grows, helping to mitigate climate change, Smith said, while creating an artificial reef to rebuild local underwater ecosystems. Meanwhile, oysters, clams, and mussels filter and clean the water. So after the harvest, the shellfish go to stores and restaurants to be eaten while different parts of kelp are used to produce human food, Mm -hmm. including pickles and chutneys, fertilizer, compost for land-based forms, and compostable bioplastic. So I love stories like that because... It's one of the reasons that he's coming up with this, too, is because of the current situation with with our uh, pandemic, because, uh, you know, a lot of 
jobs are affected, including his, where he worked in ocean farming, but he's adapting. So now there's a whole new spin on this, plus it helps the climate. And I think if if all businesses just tweaked things a little bit, maybe it's not as big of a change as we think to combat climate change. Right. So I, I'm really inspired by a story like that. I like it. Yeah. And he's a Canadian. So this next story, um, less inspiring, but um, but in a way, uh, well, not in a way, it is good that things are being exposed mm-hmm. now. Uh, there's the video that I sent you. It's a long video, so you can play it while I'm talking about this, if you okay. want. So there's RCMP uh, dash cam footage of the March arrest of Ath- Athabasca, Chippewaian, First Nation Chief Alan Alan Adam. It shows an arriving officer jump tackling the chief to the ground without warning, punching him in the head and putting him in a chokehold. So the video shows uh, they were in their truck. So I don't know who's exactly in there. The chief is in there with his wife, and then I think there's two other people in there. It's quite a thing to watch because it is long, but... We're so used to, as a society, watching these kinds of things on, you know, shows like dramatic shows like Law and Order and such. But to see it there is just so, I don't know, it's raw. What are we looking for? Well, you're just watching it further down into the video. You'll see the chokehold, but you see him. I don't know. Well, the guy came at him. The guy jumped out of the truck and came at the cop. Yeah, and then later on, there's a nut second officer that shows up. And Sorry about that for our audio listeners. We're still, we just had a little glitch here, but uh, go ahead. We're back. So in the nearly 12-minute video, I guess so they cut it down, that five-minute one that you have there. Obtained by CBC, uh, an agitated Adam, the chief, swears repeatedly at the police officers. Like, he must be mortified to... For that this has gone cra- crazy, this video, because it was one of the top stories this morning when I looked on CBC News. It's embarrassing. It's in front of, like, you know, casino. He's clearly drunk. If he's not, I'd be surprised. He takes off his jacket and wants to, like, fight the cop. The His wife is trying to get to settle him down, to calm him down. Anyway... They're exposing the video because a second police officer comes in and jumps him and like puts him on the ground and he's bloody at the end. Uh, but it's quite a thing to watch. Yeah, you see him here. Well, yeah, like, okay, the second cop, okay, it was it was aggressive, but at that point, but why would you jump out of the truck, I know. take your jacket off and get in a fighting stance against a cop? I know, and that first cop was quite, I thought, quite patient. Like, he, yeah, he, he didn't. Sh- Okay, apologize again to the Apple listeners. It cut out. I'm not going to show any more videos. It's it's overloading the system. Okay, so sure. No problem. Just talk about it. Okay. Anyways, so yeah. That is that story. Um, but he must be embarrassed. Oof. And then all the people, you see everybody gathering around with their cell phones to record it, which again is good because it's evidence... You know, but that dash cam really had a good. So what's the story here? What happened to the cop? The second one? Yeah. 
Um, well, there is no story. They're just exposing the video right now. There's no story about what happened to the cop, but there it's under investigation no. because he was too aggressive. Um, but the other, but that chief was definitely acting. Yeah, I mean, if you get pulled over, don't jump out and threaten to fight the cop. Although the second cop, yeah, it is too aggressive. But I mean, yeah, maybe, I'm sure maybe that, that, that maybe that wouldn't have happened if you didn't come at the cops like to fight them. Yeah, and he was resisting arrest and. I guess they must be trained to uh, exercise more force when the person is resisting arrest, which he was doing. The first cop probably called for backup, and that's what happened. And so the second cop came in and saw when when he saw the chief grab the guy, the cop's arm. You probably, you know, when yeah. something like that happens, they probably think, "Oof, like we better do what we have to do." To but anyway, he was too too aggressive hurt the guy too much so what else is in the news gen z okay. well things have gone so well in new zealand concerning covid19 that the prime minister there and her cabinet have decided that almost all restrictions can be removed after forty thousand people tested 12 days with no one entering hospitals 40 days since the last community transmission 40 days that's really amazing and 22 days since that person finished their self-isolation new zealand is looking to restart its economy by lowering preventative measures to the lowest level maintaining strict border controls to keep people from bringing the virus into the country. Mm-hmm. All restrictions on people and businesses within the country were lifted June 7th. Wow. New Let's Zealand. Move to New Zealand. I know. Well, I've heard so many good things about New Zealand, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with a small and often, often localized population, New Zealand was able to enforce even stricter lockdown measures than in any other part of the world, stalling the disease after 1,500 confirmed cases and 22 deaths. They've achieved eradication of the virus and are the first country to do so. I thought that's what I was going to ask, if they're the first country to... Pretty cool, eh? Yeah. Um, last story here, There's uh, these good Samaritans are being hailed as heroes after they use CPR to save the life of a baby deer. Aww. That's ne- that's next level. It makes me think of Robbie. CPR to save a deer. I think I saw that video. Yeah, there's a video, but I won't ask you to play no. it. But you guys should look it up. It's really cute. This is a crazy story. So this couple found a baby deer. They thought it was a fish at first floating on the water. And they pulled it up and discovered it was a baby deer. Imagine that. So... As the this couple name is the Ballards, their last name. As the Ballards stopped their boat and pulled this lifeless critter onto their the deck, a young man was passing by and noticed the commotion. And um, he said, "It's dead, but it still has life in his eyes." <laughs> so the guy got out of his boat, went on their boat, and started giving mouth to mouth to this baby bird or baby uh oh i'm obsessed with robbie (laughs) (laughs) this baby deer and then um the man in the couple and this other guy just took turns giving mouth to mouth to this baby deer it's amazing that we live in a world where something like the video we just saw Mm -hmm. can happen and also two grown men can just take turns giving mouth to mouth to a baby deer and I love that you, for sure, with a deer, no problem. But with, with a human, you'd be like, oh, I don't know, there's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Although, that 
the, even on the deer, that's true. They didn't even, I wonder if they thought about that. Like my, they're sharing the germs. Like why didn't one guy just do it? Isn't that okay? Like why did they have to oh, take yeah, turns? Right. It's weird. Yeah. Like you never, I don't think you see that in CBR training. Okay. Two people get up here and let's practice on the dummy. One guy go and then the next guy go. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God. I You're, know. I'm so tired today. Yeah. And I have to write an eight minute script. Yeah. You're obsessed. Well, of course, it's on my mind. Of course. Maybe I can help you. All right. And that's the Daily Dose there for today. Is. This is my tired dancer here. Wait. Let's see it. Oh, I muted it. Hold on. Unmute. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Oh, Monique says it gets very tiring very fast. I'm not sure what she's referring to there. Mouth to mouth. Oh, I could see that. That's true. Eh? Yes. Have you ever have you ever CPR. done it, Monique? Post your in the comments. Your adrenaline is pumping. Everything's pumping. Have you ever done <laughs> your tired dance? I'm just seeing now. Um, have you ever done it, Jules? Mouth to mouth. Yeah. Other than with you every night. Mm. <laughs> no, never. Never. Th- uh, don't you think you'd know that story by now? Yes, I saved a woman one time. Uh, <laughs> that would be one of the first stories you'd... What if uh, 11 years in... Oh, yeah, I did save that child one time from a pool. I did give mouth-to-mouth. No, I never, ever gave mouth-to-mouth. <laughs> of course not. Well, it makes me think that we should all know how to do CPR. It's kind of weird that we don't because you never know when you're going to need to use it. I took a... I took a... a CPR class when I was working in a restaurant in Toronto as part of whatever. I had to take a first aid training class. It was over two days and I have my card and I swear to God, I don't feel super comfortable doing it because the teacher, she was so incompetent. She was from Ajax. (laughs) She came over. She was like in her late 50s, early 60s. And she just talked about how crazy her kids were (laughs) and actually used the R word. She's like, my kids are. No. Yes. She's like, oh, they jump in the pool. They're so crazy. They jump in the pool and this and that. She was talking about all the dangerous situations her kids get into and why it's good she has CPR or, or first aid training. And we <laughs> did it. We did the thing on the dummies and whatever. But And I have my card. But right now, if there was something happening somewhere and they were like, is anybody first aid trained? I don't think I would step up to it. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't really. I guess I kind of know, but. For two days, two full days, she gave this. She just told stories. Oh, my kids are idiots! This one time, they jumped off the slide oh and all the God. thing, and I knocked out, couldn't breathe, had to go over. Another time, that friends over in the pool, and the, I'm like, <laughs> it was all just that for two days. Oh my God! Like, don't you take responsibility if you're somebody who's teaching? Like, what? The I don't hell? know if she does, but. Like, I love how you, what you remember most about that was not how to save someone's life, but more about her children. Like, how is that, how is that useful in any way? Um, you said, you said, I don't know if you take responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Thought you weren't going to play any more video. 
just want to take a minute. <laughs> and say that I <laughs> take responsibility. If I'm ever in a situation where first aid is required, <laughs> maybe somebody can't breathe. The rain. Maybe they've fallen and can't get up. <laughs> I take responsibility in not doing anything because really I'm not really trained. I mean, and I could cause more harm than good, so I take responsibility. <laughs> Actually, it's more like this, like reading. If there's ever a situation that I'm faced with, look into the camera. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that part. <laughs> I take responsibility. <laughs> All right, enough of that. You, you took responsibility for Robbie. Yes. You didn't just turn a blind eye. No, I didn't. You saw that baby bird and you did something. Whoa. Sorry, I didn't mean to play. No, 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 go, go. Go. This episode of the Julian Dion Show once again is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor, go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces for some of the best salsas and hot sauces and jellies and grilling sauces ever in the history of sauces. Do yourself or the hot sauce lover in your life a favor, go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Based in Ottawa, using only the best and freshest hand-selected ingredients, Doug Knight and his wife Laura McDonald, our friends and yours, are obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor. They nail it every time. It's so good. Our fridge is full. Fill your fridge. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada, and they ship everywhere in North America. gringosblazingsauces.com. That's gringosblazingsauces.com. Do we have any comments before we go for the close? Um, I think we covered them all. Oh, uh, just a couple funny ones. PM says, Julian, for your script, just write a fiction about your love story with a robin. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then PM said, get a room when you were saying we do mouth to mouth every night. Oh, snap tie. Get a room. Um, okay, well, no, that's it pretty much. Yeah. Say ça, say ça. Uh, I need to get. Oh, computer. you make a perfect bird sound. You do actually. You're really good at impressions. Who said that? Eric Hebert Daly. Oh, I think they're probably on their thing. Hold on. Uh. Daily dose. Hi, this is Ron Jeremy. Oh, You're listening. Uh, what? What the heck? That was for the get a room thing. I was going to do this oh. first aid thing. But I can't. You know what? I'm so tired. Why am I tired? I don't understand. Anyway, hope you have more energy out there. It's the weekend. It's time for the weekend. <laughs> it's time now for <laughs> this episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by the weekend. That's right. Friday <laughs> and Saturday and Sunday. Enjoy the day off. Enjoy the weekend off if you're not working anymore. So go to www.lifesbreak.com. <laughs> I thought for a second that you were so tired you forgot you already did that. 
<laughs> oh, you thought I was doing another one? Yes. I was like, yes. oh my God, do we need an intervention? Intervention. Intervention. Why can't I find the song? I'm trying to get out of here. We're not sure. I just want to go home. Did I say David Taggart was... Yes, you did. The pre-show song. You sure did. All right. That is that. That is our show. Thank you for watching us live on Facebook every morning. It's uh, well Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. It's the weekend. Enjoy yours. We'll do that on our end. Don't tell me nothing. I don't need to go two, three. I got a like a radio. Thanks for listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify and more. Feel free to subscribe. If you subscribe, you get new episodes downloaded automatically to your device of choice. Join our Facebook page. Like it, I mean. Facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. Like us on Instagram. And all that kind of stuff. Gen Z, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Loves you. Loves you. See you Monday. All right, everybody. And as always, uh, be safe out there. And as always, watch your head. Such a beautiful